to Films with the Women in My Life. My name is Brennan, and joining me tonight is Mama K. Hey, everybody. Just the two of us on tonight. We're, yeah. Uh, for a, a little smaller movie that we're doing, uh, kind of last minute. Uh, we're going to be doing The Aeronauts, which is on Prime. Uh, we were trying to, you know, we're in the January time now. We're trying to figure out uh, what we're going to do as far as <laughs> which listener suggestions are available. And a lot of them are not available right now, so try to find some of those in the coming weeks. Uh, we got a couple of big theater stuff to finish off, uh, I guess, the the time before the Oscar season. But we came across a fairly new Amazon Prime movie, uh, Aeronauts. Uh, we got it suggested by a family member. Um, so, Aeronauts. In 1862, Daredevil balloon pilot Amelia Wren, played by Felicity Jones, teams up with pioneering meteorologist James Glacier, played by Eddie Redmayne, to advance human knowledge of the weather and fly higher than anyone in history. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Perfect description. Um, <laughs> did you know anything about uh, this going in other than, we? I mean, we watched a little trailer just to see what it you know, was kind of about, but... Yeah, so, I mean, this is this was fun. This is the first movie that we watched together, right, that we're reviewing? Is that true? Um, did we see something in, in the theaters? No, we did uh, Gemini Man all together. <laughs> oh, well, let's hope that this... I was home for the holidays, so that I, uh, I, I, I was able to see with yeah. Paul McKay, who I do not usually see movies with in, right. in person. Yes. Right. Yeah. Most of us are not, well, you and Nicole are together, but the rest of us, we're kind of all satellites. So, um, right. yeah, I didn't really know anything about it. It was suggested by a different family member than the two of us. And mm-hmm. um, I think that I, I also didn't know anything about the actual story. I don't know anything about balloonists. Um <laughs> Aside from really having it on my bucket list to jump out of a perfectly good airplane with a parachute on, I don't think I had a real... That sounds terrible. <laughs> you know, you're going to die, so... Yeah, if you do that. Well, <laughs> maybe, maybe not. You know, when you get to that point, if you got your affairs in order, I mean, mm-hmm. you, you're the beneficiary of this if, if it happens, so... True, you yeah, know. you can go, go for it if you want. I yeah, guess. well, yeah, I'm pretty sure that your father's not on board with that, but you'll have to figure out another way to do him in. Um, so yeah. I didn't have any sort of idea about it. It looked sort of fantastical. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm familiar with Felicity Jones and Eddie Redmayne, obviously, and I saw the theory of everything, which I really liked. So, um, yeah, let's give this a shot. And we did. And yeah, I think it was a, I think it was a good call for this time period. Yeah, uh, I'd yeah, like you said they've teamed up for a this well an older time period movie before that uh yeah what did you call it Theory of Everything the right. Stephen Hawking movie yeah. I didn't I didn't quite enjoy that really I thought it was kind of kind of dry kind of dull it. yeah well um and so uh, you know, any other background for this Tom Harper's the director uh, he's done a lot of TV uh, a lot of British stuff. Uh, Peaky Blinders, I think, is probably the most famous thing on here. He also did Electric Dreams. It's Philip K. Yeah. based on a Philip K. Dick. I don't think I've uh, seen book. anything of his. So I've seen some Peaky Blinders. It's all right. It's not bad. Uh, and then there are also uh, some historical accuracy and also some things Liberty was taken with. So we will yeah. talk about that when those come up. If you have not seen the Aeronauts, though, it is on Prime. Uh, it's a pretty quick watch. It's like an hour forty. Not t- not too bad. Um, and it's, uh, it's, it's like a drama, but there's like some like thrill, thrill stuff kind of stuff in here. <laughs> yeah, so, we can talk about that. <laughs> and we'll talk about that. But, uh, yeah, 
streaming now. We're going to spoil it, so go check it out if you have any interest on Prime. We rate things here at Films with the Women of My Life based on four criteria, and those are the plot, the characters, the visual and sound, and the overall resonance and feel of the movie. And we start in 1862 London, as our little description description had. Um, it kind of has a lot of like flashy back kind of stuff, but the real like main story starts at like a it's like a fair. And there's a stadium yeah. of people, like outdoor little stadium. Um, and there's a hot air balloon getting ready to take off. Eddie Redmayne is tending to it. He's James Glacier. And uh, on the way to the event is his, I guess, partner for this for this flight, uh, Amelia Wren. And that is Felicity Jones. And she's like showy and like showing off for the crowd, getting them all into it. Like, yeah, we're going to go up in this balloon. It's going to be great. Everyone's going to love it. And she's like doing like flips and she has a little dog that she has run around and do do stuff to get the crowd into it and james is all like nope i'm just here to take notes i don't i want right. to like any i don't like any of the showmanship i just want to get up in this balloon and get high up and take take some weather notes because the whole thing is he wants to he wants to do um research for weather patterns he thinks that's like well, we can could, if we can learn the because at this time I guess and it's kind of hard to understand because we don't really think about <laughs> when when did meteorology come to the point where we can be like in two days it's gonna rain we don't know exactly what times this kind of know this times like how did we learn how to do all that stuff this is kind of the that time period where we started learning how to do that stuff and he is one of the pioneers he he wants to figure out when it's gonna rain when there's gonna be droughts and floods and could save people's lives by predicting the weather. So that's his right. whole angle. And she she has her own little story that comes out as we go. Uh, she is a air balloon pilot. She was the wife of another famous air balloon pilot. Um, and he, he died in an accident, which we learn more about later on. A um, tragic air balloon pilot accident. A tragic air balloon pilot accident, yes. Yeah, so she that's her piece of history she's dealing with this whole time um so the two of them go up in the balloon we get a lot of flashbacks to their lives uh how they got to meet each other and how they got to this point uh they're a bit contentious throughout until you know they have to kind of come together because things do not go well with the balloon there are problems as they go as they ascend into the air and uh yeah so yep that's that's what they're doing their goal is to pass the twenty-three thousand feet mark and reach new heights and record record their findings so they can weather stuff uh okay what do you think of the plot of this movie i think this, the plot of this movie is interesting it's it's um simple it's um the the thing about it is i like the way that it's done the the way that it's the story is told it's told in the movie is exactly as long as the actual flight which um yes. sometimes felt really long like not the movie not that the movie itself felt long but i thought oh my god there's st- if, if i were them at this time period i am still in that crazy balloon like i haven't come down yet and i'm freezing and things have got things have gone um a little sideways because of you know sort of personalities and, and i guess motives that we didn't really didn't really explore a lot for him i don't under- i'm not i'm not quite sure i understood why his motives he becomes obsessed about going higher and higher and higher and um she obviously doesn't want to do this this is something that you know she's been in balloons before and she know what she knows what can happen firsthand when you know you get too high or if you're whatever you're not doing things correctly um and i don't know did you feel that that was a little piece that was missing like why he became so obsessed with going 
I understood what it. their prediction was. I I think when his his flat so one of the flashbacks we get of him is he's standing in this big room with a bunch of old men who are like the sciencey men, the, you yeah. know, a bunch of old sciencey men who are like, and it's the classic scene. Like he's like, we gotta get up there to to figure out the weather. They're like, oh, control the weather, pa! This is crazy talk, <laughs> and they're all laughing at him, and they're all walking out of the room. He's like, please, you must listen to my research plan. It's going to change the world, and it's like that kind of scene. So that made me yeah. think like he's. He's he like breaking the record, yeah. Like he needs to do that, but like he's he's and as I say, once you get to certain altitudes, your your mind starts to kind of wander because the right. oxygen There's, is low. Yeah. So yeah. I think his version of crazy self is I I need to prove all these people right or, or wrong, and I need to I need to prove that my my plans are are good, and like I'm gonna get all so much data and notes that it's gonna it's gonna be everything so i think yeah that's, i guess you're right i mean i guess it was and and they talked about the lack lack of oxygen you know not that i agree with what he do, does decision. what we're talking about is at the turning point of the movie when they reach the twenty three thousand foot mark they uh um, right. they need to start descending not too long after because they you know they're gonna run out of oxygen the it'll you'll start to freeze up there uh and then we also find out he didn't bring the 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 bear the the, the both buffalo skin coats or whatever it is they're basically the coats to keep you <laughs> from too heavy. getting hypothermia yeah. when you're up there he's like right. yeah they're too heavy he wants to keep ascending so i mean right. no i don't agree with him i think he's wrong to to make them keep going and then fight with the the our, our pilot who knows better um yeah. but i think i understood his motivation yeah I, and i think that the, the way that i think you're right i think the way that um that they told the story is great i think that um we it could be seen as boring. I think if you told me, let's go watch this movie about a balloon going up in real time, I'd be like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> but, um, but the way that they cut in, you know, flashbacks and, and, and everything like that, I think helped, you know, it helped the storytelling of it. Um, so I will give the plot of this movie a three. It's a solid three. Yeah, I'm at a solid three as well. Um, not pret- so. Uh, I kind of have my whole thoughts on this movie is there are three scenes where I feel like I'm, I'm sweating and I'm gonna like throw up. <laughs> this is a and true it, story. I, it's, yes, I was squirming in my seat. I I do not like heights for people who have not who have not divulged this on the podcast. I I do not. It's it's not just being up high. It's looking up at a tall ceiling will freak me out. <laughs> it's anything to do where there's a discrepancy between myself and and the highest and lowest points. They it, it, all heights freak me out. All heights. Um, and this is about two people ascending so high up in the, like miles into the air to where no one's gone before. And a bunch of things happen that are bad and they almost die several times. And it's those scenes. Um, I mean, it's, it's like, I, I enjoy it because it's like, I'm so tense and like freaking out. I know it's effective. I guess enjoy might not be the right word, but I appreciate. Uh, and then there's about an hour and 15 minutes of going back in time and running around the town and just trying to do, I just don't, I don't, I don't ever care about anything other than the pulse pounding scenes. Um, mm. It's basically yeah, like a half hour intro. First thing goes wrong. 45 minutes of blah and, and back flashback and and them bickering with each other and then something goes wrong and that that second go wrong is the is the i think the best one and then there's like 10 minutes apiece before final big go wrong and then the movie ends and i'm like hey, i feel like you you might have had a heart attack though if they kept you at that same uh you know excitement level through the whole movie because we're seeing you're, gym you today, so hopefully that'll, that'll be the heart agitated attack yeah, yeah, I mean it's it's me specific too because like because I like if you don't have a thing yeah. about heights, I'm sure it'll still be like it looks great like when when they're yeah. having the problems in the air, but like 
my my particular uh, fear of heights is is probably driving driving it to be even more pulse bounding. I forgot all about that actually. Yeah, but, but yeah, a three. I, 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 I that's kind of how I feel about the whole movie, and every category will kind of reflect that. Um, yeah. I do like the real time thing; pretty cool. They show like a little yeah. chart that's like hour fifteen minutes has passed, and you're basically like an hour twenty five in the movie. So it's like pretty pretty much tracking with with real time. And um, I, uh, the, I like the feet showing how far up they go versus how far they said they were gonna go, and like how really out of hand things would get in that middle point. Um, right, but yeah, when we go back, like we has his friend Himish Patel's character. Like, I don't care about him. Um, <laughs> Amelia's got like, are they family? Are they sisters or a friend or like who are those other ladies that she talks to in the flashbacks? I don't care about any of that. Um, so yeah, the, the the air balloon fight is solid and everything else. I wish they didn't really have to do flashbacks. So three for me, and we got basically two two characters plus like a couple of randos, but mostly two characters. Right. What do you think of the characters in this? Yeah, the characters, I mean, they're well played. I think that I sort of, uh, I connected with them with what they were doing in the movie. Um, the Eddie Redmayne character was really hard for me because he just, I, I, I didn't understand his motivation at all. And, and he seemed in the very beginning, he seemed kind of, um, very concerned about, whether or not they were going to have some sort of disaster. I mean, she, she gets in the air balloon with him and she is, she feels um, like, you know, the Cavalier character, she's done this before and she knows what she's doing, but she brings this little dog with her. And at some point she just tosses the dog out of the balloon and you're just like, what the what? And <laughs> yeah, you freaked and, out. And he ends up, ha- I did freak out a little you bit. She's just and killing he, the dog. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, well, you know, you got to take weight off the balloon for it to ascend. I'm like, no, this dog is like 1.3 pounds. This is not doing anything. Um, anyway, the dog has a parachute and lands and seems to, it it appears that this dog is, you know, well-versed in dog parachuting. So, um, there was, you know, he was freaking out about that. I was freaking out about that, but he was, and he was, he seemed very pedantic about a lot of things. And then when, you know, the switch came and he just kind of was, uh, almost he wasn't even there anymore it was just all her character i you know he kind of he passes out and he's passed out for i don't know how long like 20 minutes of the movie so you yeah. not even you know he's not even part of the movie anymore um so his yeah i and and his care i you know this is based on real people um he's this his character is a real person the the female is amalgamation i think of several other um female air balloonist yes but um and they never they never were together doing this i understand it was just they put her character in as Mm -hmm. that's that was the poetic license here um but i did like her character i liked her moxie i like when her story unfolded about what her motivation was and i could see then why she was cavalier she you know she and her husband used to do this and then her husband sacrificed himself so in one of their flights so that she could survive and um i connected with that and everything that she did was so crazy and spot on for a character like that yeah i'm gonna give the characters though a two and a half there just wasn't enough there was there were just the two of them and because i really thought that they checked out of the eddie redman character super early that was a bummer for me so i she's a four he's a two i know it's three but i'm landing on a two and a half because there wasn't really supporting cast that was motivating for me at all. Yes, yeah, see, I, like, I agree with the four and a two for each of them, and that I will, I will give it to the three for that. Um, 
yeah, she's interesting and good, and I I haven't really liked her in much anything I've seen. This is probably yeah, the role I've either. liked I like her most in. And any Redman I've seen, you know, I've seen tons, tons of different things, and he he's solid for what he has to do. It's just his character is not very likable, especially after you know once they get up to the heights and he kind of becomes dead weight, and there's a, t- a point where you think she's gonna possibly sacrifice her, herself to save him, and yeah. we we're like, no, no, not her. <laughs> hey, he needs it. to go, not her. Yeah, um, because she because he i mean i think they knock him out because his his character arc is done after you know he relinquishes control to her because he's he's almost killed them um and and then right. from there on out it's 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 all about her um yeah she's the more interesting character um and she has the better like probably the best scene in the movie where we we haven't really talked yes. about the three things that go wrong the first is on their ascent they go through a storm uh, storm cloud and like whipping their balloon all around. I guess we'll talk about how it looks in visual and sound, but it's flipping through the storm. And then the second one, they've reached ex- like super extreme heights. I want to say it's like 36,000 feet. It's way up there, like way past the 23,000 record. Um, yeah. and, and she has to, he, he passes out and she has to climb the top uh, to the top of the balloon, like on the outside, on the, like, just on like the, on the ropes and it's yeah. frozen. Her hands are like frostbitten uh, and her, the little, uh. the little flap won't open. That's why she's got to climb up. She's, they're trying to pull on a little, little string to release, to release some, uh, to helium, but it won't, it won't go. So she's got to go all the way. She has to climb up. She like passes out on top. She's falling off. Oh, terrifying scene. All terrifying <laughs> stuff. And then she, she wakes up. She's hanging by her curf- foot on the outside of the balloon. Yeah, she is. Horrible. And the whole time, you know, the useless, useless uh, Eddie Redmayne's passed out in the box. And um, <laughs> and then the final one is their descent. They start descending too quickly. They they, they have to start throwing stuff overboard. They got to, like, cut basket off. They got to cut all the things. And they're, like, hanging yeah. on by three. And then they got to do, Eddie Redmayne has to do something. He has to do, like, one last science maneuver so that they can, the, the balloon becomes, like, a parachute. And they, they, they're able to land well enough yeah um is that it that's his saving grace is that he's able to he does the science maneuver at the end, end. yeah so that they, yeah so that because you think she might sacrifice herself because we get the flashback of how her husband died the two of them were in a similar crashing situation they they didn't they had too much weight on so the husband jumped out to to save her and and so that's yeah. how he he died um although you think they could have pulled some of those that basket cutting maneuver in that other one but um, <laughs> they didn't think of that. That's the science guy. I guess they didn't, yeah, science guy. He, he has to be there, useful for something. Um, and yeah. yeah, as far as the yeah accuracy, yeah, James Glacier and a man named Henry Coxwell, they broke the flight altitude record, reaching somewhere between thirty and thirty-six thousand feet. Uh, that's like the main thing this is based on. It's actually based on not just this flight, but a bunch of different flights and a bunch of different people. Right. The only fully real main character is James Glacier, um, and yeah, Henry Coxwell replaced by by an amalgamation character of a couple different female pilots of the day. Um, all that said, it's, yeah, no, no, and no other characters and do any impact. I know Himish Patel is the other, other name I recognize. He was the guy from yesterday. Um, but yeah, no. Tim McInerney, he's been in a lot of British things. And is he one of the old the... science guys? Yeah, yeah, one of the old science guys. Okay. Well, yeah, n- none of them do anything for me. I mean, I guess if I count them, I might drag it down to a 2 5 because they really don't. Like, when we see them in flashbacks, it's. And there's some scenes where it's just a couple of those characters and another of our main characters. I'm like, I don't even know what, why is the scene here? What are we doing? Let's go back to the balloon. It's just, there's no point to this for me. <laughs> it's not adding any depth to our main characters. But I and, like, I don't care about that. 
you're saying that, but I don't think I would have liked this movie as much as if, if we were actually just in the balloon for an hour 40. You know what I, I mean? I think I would have. I was thinking like All is Lost, the Robert Redford movie where he's literally at sea by himself yeah. and there's like two words spoken in the whole thing and we don't get any like no. flashback. See, I, I wanted that and like for me all the flashbacks, it's almost like cheating. It's like 127 hours. It's like when you're when you're. When you're putting a couple characters in a really small, scary situation, I want to be there with them like the whole time. What's another one? It's another good example of a movie like well, that. Well, Castaway, um, you know, Tom Hanks was there by himself. Yeah, but that's like a, that has like a whole saga that goes with it. And then there's like the ending where he, you know, we don't have to spoil Castaway. I yeah, guess. but there's there's a solid, you know, half an hour or more where it's just him on the island and it's like there's no noise except for him. Sure. But that that's what I wanted. I didn't I don't like when they break oh, okay. when they break back to other things. It's like, oh, okay, we're going back. I like it that. feels like padding that makes to it me. Watchable. It feels like it feels like it's not like like this could have been an hour 20 minute movie and had almost all just balloon stuff the only if they had the only flashbacks were to her husband dying like those flashbacks we didn't i don't ever like when we go back to town yeah they did need that but i don't think that i mean i couldn't have i couldn't have t- taken any more of eddie redmayne in the corner of the basket i couldn't mm. it was enough i was like okay he's frozen just throw him out <laughs> it's all over just throw him out <laughs> hey they, they might have the they might have they needed both of them they they, they might they wouldn't have made it either I well know. i mean she would have made it on like a regular flight but <laughs> because they went as high as they did they they, they needed right. each other right. um so the visual and sound the, this is you know obviously up in the air a lot of different little science things happen there's like a rainbow thing that goes on and uh yeah uh, the, the sound is different up there what do you think of the visual and sound of the movie yeah, I like that. I think that's what kind of that carries the movie a little bit for me because it was there was one part I had at point I had in the very beginning where I was I was very concerned because this is what 1840s, 1860s, 1860s. London. Yeah, and you know, she gets out of a carriage and she sits down on the side of the cobblestone road and I'm like, "Oh no. Like that's Nicole not what it I don't know what this is." Like <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's a t- but I was worried because I'm like, this is the kind of movie it's going to be. It's going to be a sanitized movie. And it kind of was. It was sanitized 1860s London um, where, you know, there's no horse shit anywhere. There's no, you know, streams of. Maybe it rains the night down- before. Okay. Yeah, I know. You said that when we were watching the movie, too. It had to have been like a torrential downpour. Uh, right. And then it was sunny out, sunny enough for the balloon to go up. So, um, so I was like, oh, okay. But. Uh, I quickly scrapped that because that wasn't really it wasn't gonna do anything here. Extremely um, not important to this movie that there wasn't really a, there wasn't enough but there, shit on the streets. You, <laughs> like just, the, you just you just never know though what it's gonna take to get a person like involved into a movie or or totally checked out something like that. Mm. You know I try not to be that person, but sometimes that mm. does it for me and I can't get past it. So I got past it, okay. and then it turned into like the greatest showman without the music and then i was like oh no i don't know what this movie's gonna be at <laughs> the, all the, the beginning little carnival scene you're talking about yeah, yeah it's a carnival scene and there's probably i think they said there were like ten thousand people there so this is the biggest thing that has been happening in london this and, is the greatest you know, show a long long time <laughs> it was the greatest show yeah exactly uh without horse crap in the street and so I was like, oh, I don't know if this is going to work out. And I was really, I was really digging the science and everything. And they had these pigeons up in the, um, in the basket with them that were carrying, he would write little messages on them just in case they didn't make it about. That was a good touch. What the, yeah. Yeah. What, what, um, what the sciencey things were at different, at different points in the flight. And so I like that. I like the fact that they were able to, you know, the base, the bulk of this movie takes place in a basket, you know, it's like, right. how do you make that interesting? How do you make that? Uh, and that's the most interesting stuff in the movie is when they're in the basket. Yeah, 
I think I think so too. And and you're right. Most of the other stuff is you know kind of garbagey stuff, but you do need to know her backstory, and that's important. Um, and I don't I don't feel like you need to know that much more about Mr. Science, is, except for that he's Mr. Science and he hangs out with a lot of Mr. Science guys. If you did that one um, scene where all the old guys turn on him, and then that's it. That's all I need to know because every other scene I don't really, doesn't really add. Like I don't need to know how he got his funding for the balloon. Like that's not interesting right. to me. Like I get it. Some someone funded the balloon, and they somebody. And, they have, yeah. they have a whole dance scene together, too, where they're, like, doing little jabs at each other, and, like, she's avoiding someone, and he's trying to get her to pilot, and I'm like, they, they, they had a uh, scene yeah. earlier where, like, I, 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 just one quick thing, I don't need, like, this whole drawn-out backstory about how they came to be known, to, like, together, I, I don't I don't care. Right, and the thing is, is, too, is that they're not, this is not a romance, there's no, that, that doesn't happen in this movie, they're, you know, if they were doing like maybe a prelude to the fact that maybe they're going to be romantically linked at the end of the movie or something maybe that's what you do but that's not what this was so that was kind of those were which is a choice i like everything that they didn't go that route i think it would have been weird yeah i I do too because most they're not compatible (laughs) yeah no no they're not no no not at all i like their chemistry Um, as like characters in a movie and like actors but like they're not a compatible couple (laughs) not romantically yes no not at all and i think that he that that when they're in the balloon and when especially when she's you know because being a badass and climbing up the side of the balloon that was so real for me and it wasn't quite as real for me as it was for you and maybe a couple other people in the room oh it's terrifying but, um, but it was done really well and i could feel the like I could almost feel the cold and feel the wind that was around her. And she had so much moxie to do this and, and didn't have, I didn't feel like she was desperate. I felt like she was really confident climbing up the side of a freaking balloon that's frozen. Her head, she's got frostbite. She passes out. She's dangling by her leg. Um, her shoe gets stuck up. You know, she has, she has to take her, her leg and pound on the very top panel that, needs to open for the air to come out and her shoe comes off and i'm like ah she's got frostbite now all over her feet this woman is like she's good for nothing for the rest of her life now she's frostbitten that's what i thought they're gonna show it like one year later she's in like a wheelchair she's like a four four limb amputee (laughs) like and and their ears are both missing like (laughs) i thought that's what we were getting because because they looked done they looked fucked yeah well, we didn't. We didn't get that. I mean, he poured a little bit of alcohol on her hands to help. I guess that was yeah, science his contribution to saving her. <laughs> that really was. That was like his big. Da, 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 da. Um, and then he was like kind of shocked that the pigeons were frozen. I'm like, really? You're shocked that these tiny birds are frozen? That you've taken them up, you know, miles and miles into the air. Um, and I just, you know, the we know that we would they weren't up thirty thousand feet, so there was a lot of you know, artistic endeavor to make me believe that that was happening. So that was my favorite part of the movie. Um, actually, uh, sound, you know, I'm usually big on that. I don't, I can't think of anything. The only thing I could think of is the lack of sound, which when, it, when that happened was really, uh, important and, and made an impact on me. So I'm going to give that a three, five, I think. Yeah. I'm, I'm really high on the visual and sound of this because the, the scenes, I was just thinking like, if this isn't, I think it went in theaters in in uh, GB in the uh, in the UK, but I don't think it went in the US. And I I kind of wish I had seen this on the big screen because I think I would have been blown away. Because on even yeah, just probably. on our fifty five inch whatever regular TV, the, the when they're when the stuff's happening, like when the three big like scary scenes are going down, it's 
sucked in. I, I can't. Like, no no problem at all. No flaws. I can't see anything. This is like a $40 million budget movie. It's all, they used every every inch yeah. of it. It feels it feels like it's the two of them, and it feels like they're up there, and it feels cold, and, and the sound. I like the sound design. There's not a lot of soundtrack. Like, they don't really have a lot of music. But the sound design, right. when she's climbing up, when it's silent, and she's climbing up, and the ice is falling off the balloon, and when she starts yeah. sliding down, I'm just like, oh, no, it's ah. Like, it, it, all that stuff works. <laughs> really well and the only reason it's super effective it's a four or five yeah. for me and the only reason it's not perfect is because we have to go back and see all the buff people in london it's just it's it's it's, it's <laughs> the same thing that i've said this whole time and the, everything with the balloon and the two of them and the balloon or on the balloon or it's going up or down or all the shit they're doing all great and if they could somehow make it all that and still keep the tension going and maybe that's why they they had cheat and cut back and stuff and you know i understand enough of their backstory with fewer flashbacks would have been nice but um yeah but i don't i mean y- you say it's cheating but it's cheating for your the way that you like to watch a movie i think ge- the general public does not want to watch a movie where it's an hour and 40 minutes in the air i just I kept comparing so. it to all is lost where it's rob redford in the middle of the ocean he doesn't even have another person to play off of he doesn't even have a wilson he is totally by himself yeah, I don't know that fixing that, a boat and it's people- great <laughs> I don't know that the general public loved that, though. It was really, I think it was, you know, people find that boring, actually. Oh, no, it was tense, tense. That, that, that is what this... It's a personal preference. Sure. I guess the highs in this movie are better than that, but that is a more solid, like, throughout movie. But, um, no, the, it looks great, though. It looks great. I like the sound design. Soundtracks, it's not It's not that kind of movie. Um, so, yeah, four, right. four, five, very, very high, and it's the strength oh, of the movie. There you go. Um, and then, uh, you know, we, we already kind of talked about the end. They have to cut off the, all the, throw all the shit out. It's not enough. Cut the basket off. It's really heavy. Uh, but we're still coming in yeah. too hot. And then, like, she's like, I'm going to, I got to, I got to jump. She's like, no, if you jump, I'm going to jump, and then no one lives. And that sucks. So let's do, I have one more science <laughs> maneuver. And they cut like a rope, and it turns the parachute inside out, and they science to, to, to safety. Relative safety. They crash land. He, he crashes into a tree, and she lands in like a field somewhere, and they hobble to each other. And I think uh, I think uh, my brother in the room, he's like, "Well, now they're just gonna die of starvation out in the middle of nowhere." I'm like, <laughs> "No, they're gonna walk to some farmhouse or to the town or whatever. They'll be fine." And and that. <laughs> when they actually got to each other like they're hobbling so much I'm like huh maybe he's got a point there i don't really know where they are like, yeah i know they look they look pretty right <laughs> i wasn't sure they were gonna both make it but then i think they, they just kind of cut to them presenting their finding or he's presenting his findings to the to the yeah. old to the old jelly science men and they're like oh, oh, oh we, we, oh. they give him the standing <laughs> oh, ovation science. and the one guy's like not <laughs> clapping because he was like his old rival or something i don't know what i don't care about any of this stuff <laughs> and then and then uh what happens with her at the end i don't remember what, what's what's her conclusion she, she oh oh they go back up they go back up yeah, again they go back up together they're fucking psychopaths yeah. <laughs> why did they do that <laughs> Well, I think they had to make that monster pact of, you know, we're not going to do crazy, crazy again. We're just going to do moderate crazy, you know. It's all crazy so. doing this. It's insane. <laughs> it's a hundred. I think they're like doing this stuff 150 years ago. Like like 50 years ago, we went on to the moon. We went to space. Right. That's insane. That technology back then. You look at like the old photos. People were like smoking in in like these sterile laboratories. Like they fucking they had no idea what they were doing. And then you go back 100 <laughs> years before that, and they're basically doing the same thing going just as high up as they can possibly in our own atmosphere. Yeah. Fucking no, what? Scientists go hard, man. They got to go hard. Ridiculous. I would never That's do any of this stuff. They, these people are insane. 
it would have been better if there would have been like in the very last one when they're going up in the buck uh, the basket again like uh, they'd be like al roker would be with them because he's like you know representing regular meteorologists of today <laughs> you'd be freaking out because the, the thing both of them when they're going up even the first time they're all like hanging on outside of the balloon they're like swinging around they're like what are you people doing get in the basket <laughs> get away from the edge <laughs> what are you doing nah she was a daredevil he's she doing it too though he's like she... leaning over he doesn't give a shit i'm like they're crazy yeah Ugh. but she was you know uh, yeah she didn't, i would be she, cowering she... in the center of the basket um but uh, that's <laughs> I would never go back. Oh, are you kidding me? So their overall resistance and fear. That's the movie ends. They're both insane people, and they're they're fine. There was also no crazy deformities from the frostbite, so that's good. Um, yeah, yeah, they looked fine. Resonance and fear. What do you got? This is one of those movies. It's fun to watch. It's it it was fun to watch with with all you guys. You know, it was nice to be home for the holidays and do that. Um, it's not. I don't know that it was something that I would watch on my own. It wouldn't be a the I top of my list to watch like as a when it first came out i could see myself a couple years down the line going oh yeah i haven't seen that maybe i'll put that on um because i don't have a crazy fear of heights it didn't have it had impact but i don't think it had the impact it had like that it had on you um and i was pleasantly surprised i have to say that i liked felicity jones in this because i really don't like her in her star wars role and that's hard for me to get past sometimes um so i'm gonna go straight down the line just i'm gonna give it a three yeah i'm probably actually gonna land on a three too because it's not a i always talk about stick factor it's not a super sticky movie um the the uh, yeah i'll probably remember her almost falling off the balloon and like that that oh the oh my god i think they showed it in the trailer too but like throwing the dog out come on i literally forgot about that until you mentioned it like (laughs) because Because I knew it was going to be fine. When she threw the dog, I was like, oh, for like half a second. Then I'm like, yeah, it's going to be fine. Then I have something to do with it. And then she actually the parachute. I don't care about that because they're, they're still kind of close to the ground at that point. Once they start going up high, there's no safety valve and it's all. Okay. You can't throw a dog from a bedroom window. So you can't throw a dog from like I know. I, fi- I figured they were the they had some sort of thing. It was going to be fine. She wasn't just going to throw a dog out. I just... You can't throw a dog ever. Let's put it that way. They do that stuff all the time okay. in movies. They usually don't kill them. Don't like and they that. didn't do a kill, kill. But, um that's why I don't watch John Wick. So there's that. Well, they do uh, Grand Budapest Hotel. They kill a cat. Mm, it's different. They kill a dog and roll a ten bombs. A lot of Wes Anderson movies that kill animals. This is uh, some issues this, with pets. This is like a yeah. It's a, it's a perfectly fine solid watch. Um, I do I did yeah get a little bored at the parts that I've already talked about, but the parts that are the highs, oh, they're pretty high. They're pretty solid. <laughs> really good. Um, so yeah, it, that balances out to like a three. It's it's not remarkable um except for those couple of scenes they're pretty they're pretty remarkable uh so and that, but again that's i have a fear of heights if you don't have a fear of heights and so i was like well okay it doesn't really they're still good but not as effective as they would be if you if you were just naturally afraid of what they're Terrifying. doing yes so uh we're at the end here <laughs> and would you recommend the aeronauts yeah i think it's a movie that that you would enjoy i i, I particularly like how you had mentioned it really early in the podcast that um they threw up what are they called digital displays of what yeah graphs and like little line charts yeah graphs and things like that and i think that that's kind of clever and fun i think that was actually a really um interesting piece and it was something i was actually looking forward to throughout the movie like okay when are we going to get an update at where we're at you know how far are we up and what is you know and he's going to talk about what the temperature is and stuff like that Mm -hmm. it sounds weird to think that that's an interesting part but it really was an interesting part um so i'm going to say go ahead and see this movie maybe not if you're heading out um 
on a balloon flight or parachuting. No, don't do that. (laughs) Having said that, though, you've jumped off a mountain. Yeah, I've gone parasailing and I I liked it for about 30 seconds and then I felt sick for the last half hour. Um, So... (laughs) So not doing not not for you. Yeah, I could say I did it, but I would never do that again. It's terrible. Why would? And then skydiving? Forget about it. No, none of that stuff. That sounds great. No, it sounds like I would be just falling and feel sick Uh, the whole time, and then be. I think I would too, but that doesn't sound fun. So awesome. (laughs) This is as close to this is as close to heights as I want to be. This movie. (laughs) Okay, so maybe if you do have a fear of heights and you don't ever want to do anything like this, it's also a good movie to watch because you can sort of get that same sick feeling without actually risking your life. So go watch the movie. Yeah, this is like a perfect like light recommend for me. Like we haven't had like a solid just like yeah, it's fine. Like it's fine. It's got some extra good parts. Um, mostly pedestrian throughout. Uh, well enough acted to keep you engaged. Uh, good visuals. Yeah, it's like a super down the middle light recommend. I think everyone can enjoy this. It's not going to be anyone's favorite movie, uh, but I don't think anyone's <laughs> going to particularly hate it. Um, you might be a little upset with Eddie Redmayne's character at times, but other than that, I think yeah, pretty pretty easy crowd pleaser anyone could watch this so two two yeah, yeah. two like lightish recommends for uh the aeronauts yeah. yes if uh, you have family members around still for, for they're just hanging around they won't leave you alone and you just uh just <laughs> throw it up throw it on everyone will be fine with it um and there's some really good there, there are some solid scenes in here so there there is the aeronauts um kind of an impromptu one just because we everyone's kind of around right now we're trying to get a couple yeah. of lighter shows out before we get to the final the final couple of movie theater movies i don't know what i'm saying theater releases um we got uncut gems that'll be coming out this week uh nicole and i will be doing that uh i think 1917 should be in a week maybe it's it's going wide soon um not sure if we're gonna do just mercy yet and all depends on if we have enough people interested to do it on the show um so that's tbd i'll do it Okay, all right. Well, maybe we'll do it then. Um, and yeah. Uh, yeah, I think those those will be the last couple of Oscar-ish movies. I don't think we're gonna torture ourselves with cats, although I'm I'm kind of morbidly curious. Um, but that that means once we wrap up with those last couple of uh, of uh, twenty eight or twenty nineteen films, we'll move on to the twenty twenty films. We'll go back and do listener suggestions in the next couple of months. Um, if you, if yeah, you ha- yeah, we I, we haven't done that in a while just because we've had so much stuff in the past two months, and I, I do want to go back and visit some older movies. So uh, older to just again like two thousand one. Um, so if you have <laughs> not two thousand one, Space Odyssey from the year two thousand one. If you have anything right. to recommend to us, films with the women women in my life on facebook and i am brennan underscore pod host on instagram and one more reminder for our instagram uh, i think when you're hearing this it's the first day of the of the instagram tournament our latest tournament i know we've done a couple of those in the past yes. and this time it's i think probably our best one yet in person personally i must say um we we drafted the four our four co-hosts here at the show uh drafted eight uh movies each from 2019 to try to build the best uh, best movies of 2019 team. Uh, so you know all the big stuff you can imagine was taken, like like Avengers and like uh, like the Star Wars movie. Star and, Wars, um, yeah, yeah, like some big Pixar and Disney and and a lot of the big big popular movies, as well as some smaller ones later on in the draft. Um, if you go to my Instagram again, that's Brennan underscore Podhost. Every day you can vote, and you will be able to see which one of our hosts picked the. Pick the movie, vote for the one you like more, or just the host you like more, I guess, if you want to play it that way. I'm going to need some help on this one. Just, uh, I'm going to be completely honest. Well, in case team is um, 
Titan, and then the top it's, four it's, it's of, of the four of us. Um, so yeah, <laughs> it is hanging on in the top four, just barely. <laughs> so if you want to go and yeah. and participate in that, it's a fun little thing to vote on, and that is Brennan underscore Pod Host on Instagram. All right, I think that wraps us up for the Aeronauts. I'm okay, thank you for being yeah. on. Thanks. Until next time, this is Brennan signing off, saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, subscribe to us on iTunes. Please leave a review as it helps more people find the show. Like us on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life. Follow us on Twitter at Films Women Pod. And check out our website, filmswiththewomen.libsyn.com. That's filmswiththewomen.libsyn.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies.